How's it going, Evan? Going good. We're back after, I don't know how we long. We have a, a little break. I think I we've like been an extra week. I got a little burnt out after uh, Modern Horizons 2, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was a long one. I don't know. We uh, did one in between. We there. did We did uh, the decks. Yes, we did. The we missed decks. one. We forgot to talk about the crabs. The crabs. Uh, we could talk about crabs at the end of this. Or, I haven't looked or. at the deck, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then we'll save it. But we do remember crabs. Don't worry, crab guy. You're there. Uh, we remembered you. Yep. Uh, uh we got ourselves a little topic to talk about today. Yeah, I we think. had a request, which was to define what value means. Yes. Because everyone talks about a card having value or, or a like commander that's having pure value. value. Yeah, and it's a bit of a synergistic yes. buzzword. And the guy um, who talked to me, he's in our play group, but he recently started playing Magic again, and he texted me a card for his Yorion deck, which was uh, the 2-2 flyer that when it comes into play, you draw a card and gain two life. I can't remember what it is. It's a white-blue flyer for four. Sure, I don't... Anyway, and he said, so he said, is this, is this like a value card? I was like, that's a pretty good value card for Yorion. And he's like, I just... He's like, I hear you guys say that term, <laughs> but there's no real definition online for it. No. Uh, so so <laughs> I've, got, I've got sort of like what I think it means. Yeah. I do yeah. like this idea that we just all say it and no one knows what No it one means. really has an idea. And like, just new players just don't have the gumption to like well, actually ask. I feel some <laughs> new players just start saying it and then it's accepted. Happens. You're just yeah, like, yeah. that's when you've rolled over into like the big boy table. You, you just ever, start using the terms without actually knowing what they are. You ever looked up like the wikis with like all the magic slang and then you're like end up realizing that you know like all like 400 random terms yeah. people use yeah it's, it's weird it's really weird <laughs> uh, maybe values in there I, um as I, just a word that means nothing i think that like <laughs> but defining value is is a pretty good pretty good yeah sort of starting I, I point i think right? i think hull breachers ban could be a good uh a good kicking off point to talk uh, yeah. about value it's true <laughs> it's true hull breacher was recently banned in commander uh and hull breacher was undeniably a value play yes uh, and also undeniably needed to get banned. It did. It did. The problem was is that it 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 allowed you to work off your own cards, which meant that it went from being the defensive card that they thought it was going to be yes. to just an offensive weapon to shut down. And your I've opponents. also read that um, you know Notion Thief because there was a lot of talk of like, well, there's other cards that do it. Yeah. And as surprising as it is, like Narset and um, and Notion Thief basically make the other person uh, discard their hand and everything. I think i got to talk a little louder here as I'm looking at these uh, levels. Um, but the treasure seems to be the big difference. That Hull Breacher's big thing was I draw new cards and I can play them. Yes. Yeah. Whereas the other ones go, I draw a ton of cards and you draw nothing. And yeah. then I do nothing because I used all my mana trying to draw cards. Yeah. Um, which meant that Hall Breacher had more value, and that's why it got banned over the other ones. Yeah, well, and Narset doesn't actually do anything for you at all. Notion Thief gives you cards. Oh, Narset just Narset blocks just it. stops you from drawing yeah. after the first one. So yeah. Narset's the... I, you know, oddly enough, I've never witnessed a Narset get played. Like I've seen it get played, but sort of there's a lot of like... Everyone swing at him. Until that thing's till dead. Until that thing's yeah. dead. Yeah. And I've seen it where it hasn't died, and it's like, do you have a wheel? And they're like, no. And then they just kill it the next turn. Yeah. Um, I've been hit by it once or twice, but um, it's uh, it doesn't tend to be... I mean, like you could do Narset and then immediately play Wheel of Fortune. But, yes. Yeah. Um, it doesn't tend to happen. And again, you just sort of bully people into not playing and the, the, uh, the terrible, <laughs> terrible plays like that. The uh, Notion Thief being in two colors as well doesn't... Yeah. doesn't hurt its chances. Because it has flash. So a lot of people go, like, it also has flash. Yeah. It does this. But apparently drawing 21 cards 
uh, is not the same as drawing seven cards and making 21, 21 mana. mana. Yeah. Uh, the Hull Breacher is actually way better. Oh, it's way more powerful. Way and I never card. really thought of it because I always think like, well, you want to draw a ton of cards. So drawing a ton of cards is clearly more powerful. Uh, not one-off mana, but it's it's actually not the case. I think uh, the Magic's done a really good job recently, in Commander at least, of showing us that uh, Treasure is like the new powerhouse. Yeah, like, I'm actually kind of disappointed with this. Treasure production has become a staple of it's, like it's keeping I your deck think competitive. Overdone. It's oh, a little oh, annoying yeah, uh, that little. every set <laughs> is just like, and it, I noticed it because Modern Horizons brought uh, uh, brought uh, Treasure to Green. Yes. As far as I know, it had never been in Green. Uh, Modern Horizons two. Two. No, wasn't it? Isn't it the D and D set that brought it to Green? No, with the it dragon? also has it. Oh, okay. uh, no, because there's those cards that are like, if you made a token of a creature and a non-token, make all of these types. And there's like a tireless tracker for Treasure now. Oh, okay, comes into play. Good, good, but like green, I don't think ever had it because that's when I realized that like doubling season doubles treasure counters. Yeah, treasure. Doubles, I never yeah. realized that. Anointed procession because it, too. Yeah, but yeah. I never realized that because I, I it had just never come up. Well, no one, no green one wasn't uses making it. treasure. Yeah, yeah, no one uses it to that end. Like no. you don't, you don't put a doubling season back in the day. Up until now, you well, wouldn't put a doubling you, season in. Now a, you certainly can. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't put it in like a clue deck, no. know, which was what green produced as tokens, yeah. right? You wouldn't you wouldn't put it in an investigate deck like why no. would you throw away eighty five dollars on a deck that's a meme pretty much? Oh, I mean, have you heard our podcast? <laughs> well, okay, yes. If you're us, you do that. But uh, but but yeah. So and with that new dragon, that stupid coastal yeah. piracy for treasure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's not just when it does it. Well, or, I do because green always. Or if it was just you get one per creature that hits, not per yeah. damage dealt. Like, but green is the like. Uh, you write out what you think it should do, and then add something to it. Elder Gargaroth, and red is write out what you think you should creatures should do, and, and take, take something away. away from and it. And then white is write what you think it should do, and then make sure it doesn't land ramp. Yeah, make it too expensive. If to it play. says land ramp, you put an X through that <laughs> sure. part. You get to keep the rest of the cards. There's there's, uh, there's like a new knight of white orchid, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but white is uh, you can never you can never get ahead. No, you can only get up to. Yeah. I mean, you could Knight of White Orchid to get the land and then play your land in that sneaky little play and sure. get ahead, but you that's, that's your play. Yeah. <laughs> um, It'll quit it there. But we, uh, so we're going to talk about value. So, like, we, you know, after a rant. Um, uh, I have one more rant for you, though. Okay. Before Fire we it off. Okay. Let's hear it. So, here's, here's what I wrote for you. Thank you. Ex please explain the difference between Commander 2021 being Strixhaven themed and Forgotten Realm Commander decks. Uh, <laughs> the Strixhaven themes aren't called by the guilds. They're called by their schools. Sure, but they're Commander 2021. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant what was the actual difference. No, no, no but oh. like what is, if you, uh, what is Commander decks this year? What's the Commander set? It's the Strixhaven ones, but then why does, I was just confused when Forgotten Realms has four decks. Well, don't, don't haven't they been dropping Commander sets with all of the... Standard sets? There was two in, uh, in Kaldheim. Uh, Kaldheim, but now yeah. there's four. I, th I assume there's less new cards. Well, this is the core it. set, so maybe they're just doing a couple extra decks because know, it's a core set. Like, I like Forgotten Realms is replacing. I can't core keep up 20, with the number 22. of commanders. Oh, no. Well, because no, there's no point. Like, there's a new commander product every set. Apparently, four new ones every set at Look, this point. We don't need to worry until 40K so, hits. Yeah. I don't care about <laughs> any of these sets at all. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just f I'm just 
following the motion here. Like, yeah, I don't like, care about I don't care about uh, this podcast. Forty K <laughs> set is going to Look, be. I'm with you. I was telling you just before we started recording that uh, Orc Codex leaks are happening right now <laughs> online. I have not been playing attention to Magic for the last three days. I've been reading about Warhammer. Uh, um, so, uh, my heart is not in it. <laughs> my, uh, my heart is, I was just joking, but, but, uh, I do want to point out to everyone that's listening though, that we're not doing a Forgotten Realms coverage, uh, because we do feel a little burnout on the coverage recently. It's like, just there's too much going on. Now there's so. a big break, I think now. Unless there's some random set coming out in they're, August. They're probably going to drop like 17 secret drops in, in between those secret layers. Yeah, well, those came out too, but who cares? But I mean, 17 more in between. Yeah. Like, there's never an actual break in Magic product. No, we're never going to no. actually get to the topic that we're going to talk about today. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there's because the problem now is that they'll 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 release some weird supplementary like commander yeah, red or whatever is come out in yeah, August like, for no reason, and then they'll just keep bridging the gap and forcing people to yeah. f- to feed into FOMO. And and I mean these secret layers are the epitome of fear of missing out. Like people, yeah. and I got sucked into it for one. I haven't been. I think I've mentioned it before. I just tend to find them when they're on sale, and I'll just buy yep. like the one individual. Card. I had to buy. I had to buy the Phyrexian. I ones. know you do because you built the other two. Fuck. And now I feel bad. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, the the red Praetor is a pretty good mono red commander. The red no the red Praetor <laughs> is probably the 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 most the red and the white or are brass. the two f- are the two fair Praetors fair sure yeah Praetors uh, the blue the green are the worst and then the black one's bad but I think it's bad as a commander. Yeah, he's actually the just blue bad one's as a probably also bad. I don't know how you get to ten mana very quickly. In in blue, blue. Yeah, uh, it'll be a challenge. Uh, treasure tokens, maybe. Oh, if only Hellbreach was still around. <laughs> Damn, they could have done <laughs> Stupid Hellbreacher. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm gonna build them all, and then I'll have seven Praetor decks. It's eight because I have a Traxa. Technically, she's the voice of them. Is she a Praetor now? No. I don't. Uh, the, the apparently, when they updated like, it, like two hundred cards. Yeah, but she already had like Angel Horror, so it'd be weird if they gave her Fire Angel Horror. Because I saw someone on uh, Rosewater's blogatog was complaining that now, like, um, uh, Plague Engineer just like wrecks Infect decks. Oh, really? Because all of those cards suddenly became Phyrexian. She she has three creature types: yeah. Phyrexian, Angel Horror. Well, now you can. So you'll have all I the Phyrexians all of for them. about three weeks until you get bored of them. And realize you don't want to play all the Phyrexians. Oh, the blue one. I, I imagine I'll play it once and be like, why did I build this pile of junk? You're right. I'll <laughs> never get to play it. <laughs> no. Like she'll never. And the other side is that you'll never allow Jenga Taxes to. No. no one allows it to resolve. No, no. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm going to have to run all of the free counter spells. Spend like 800 bucks on a meme deck. Yeah. To play <laughs> for two like, weeks. Uh, force will pack negation. Like just like empty my hand to keep her for one turn. Uh, now the, the flip side of that is that most of those commanders, if they drop in, in the green one and the blue one, if they're out for one turn, you can probably win the game. Yeah, we had that where someone I was yeah. about to beat you because you were like two life. Yeah, Silvala Stampede. And someone, no, no, that was a different one. No, it was oh. the one where the other guy played Vorinclex, and oh, then on your turn yeah, you yeah. stole it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, won yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why did you play Vorinclex? <laughs> Ryan was on the ropes. <laughs> Anyway, enough <laughs> right. reminiscing. Speaking of Vorinclex, let's about talk the about times value. That I, uh, Do you think Vorinclex is a value card? So here's here's my take on value. All right, so sure, and I'll give you mine. After. Wizards Wizards did write an article that I linked that I showed you earlier from about 2017 where yep. they talk about value. I didn't read. I'm it, gonna so. just ignore that anyway and talk about Perfect. what I think is value. Yeah. But for anyone who wants to know what Wizards thinks is value or that particular writer, Google it. Google it. 
<laughs> we're not. Uh, there's no show notes here. We're not. We're not <laughs> no. linking it. I don't even know where it is anymore. Uh, but you could just type it in. Uh, but value for me revolves around like essentially like three tenets. Okay. Because there's there's a value play, and then there's like a win con, and they're different in my mind. You know, sure. Vorenklex is more of a win con. You know, he is a value card, but when you play a Vorenklex. I guess. He's going for the win. Okay. Doubling your mana, well, tapping down your, gonna, icing down your people. Going to wait for this whole definition before so, I uh, judge. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, but, like, if I drop, like, Nicol Bolas, for example, the OG 7-7. Sure. You're going to kill someone. You're going to try to kill someone. You're not, that's Are not you? a value engine you're no, building here. That's not. So. That's more stacks. Exactly. Well, which is, I think, the opposite. He's just terrible. But <laughs> stacks is taking away things from your yes. opponents. Yes. Whereas, va- well, value just doesn't care what your opponents do. No, it's when we've talked about it a lot with yeah. like uh, being greedy and stuff. So anytime we've ever talked about a greedy play, it's probably a value play. It's a value play, but uh, <laughs> but the so it's based upon the fact that one, it's not a win con, or most likely isn't. Not you know you can you can be value without being a win con. So omniscience, win con or value. I don't even know where to classify on missions. It's a 10-mana enchantment in blue. I don't know. Sure, but I feel, I feel it's a win con because I feel like if you play omniscience well, and don't win you, the you game, you have your whole deck. It's you like screwed omniscience <laughs> enter the infinite. Sure. You know, but so, yes, it's a win con. But, but anytime uh, someone's like, I got this combo with omniscience, like, who cares? Omniscience combos with literally every card. Guys, I got a mind over matter, and I got the sweet combo with it. Do you? <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a card that doesn't combo with mind over matter. Yeah. Um, so, two... Uh, for value for me is that it has to usually do two things. Like it has to draw or be a blocker. Like it has to do. It has to be a two for one at least. You know, it has like, to do both. Or well, two two okay. things. So like that's why a creature coming to like uh, so- solemn simulacrum. Sure. Right? Comes into play. It's a blocker. Goes and gets land. It dies. You draw a card. That's yeah. a value card. Yes. For four. Which is why everyone uh, plays it. Acidic slime also played in a lot of decks. Comes into play. Death touch blocker. Sure. Destroys an artifact or land or enchantment. Yeah. So that's it has to do things. And then the third part is that it has to do them cheaper than what you would expect the card to do. Okay. Or the combination of cards to do. Sure. So the standard, for example, in blue seems to be like like concentrate is like, th- or what's it, whatever the spell is, concentration is three mana, draw two cards. Yeah. Is like a standard. Divination, I think. Divination, yeah. That's like, you know, a draft card that yeah, kind yeah. of like what they've set the tone for. This is what draws you two cards. Right. For basic card draw. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, play a Mull Drifter for its evoke, you do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so a value would have to be, you know, either you draw two cards for less mana or you do something else with it. Yeah. That sort of fits close to one of the definitions I have. So those are my three. St- and and the, t- the first one is just because a lot of people are like, oh, this this card, this creature is value. And it's like, that creature's actually going to win you the game. Grizzly like, Brayers? Like, well, Crater Hoof. People value. are like, it's a value play. It's like, no, it's that's a win, win con. You're yeah, just going to win. Like, of course it's value, but... Winning is fairly valuable. Is it? I find the most valuable experience is losing. Oh. And understanding was, why you lost, thought it was Evan. friendship. And friendship <laughs> forever. The real winning was the friend I met along the way. <laughs> the friend I met along the way. Uh, anyway, that's uh, me. So, so when I thought of value, um, I have sort of uh, two-ish definitions. The last two are somewhat the same definition now that I actually read what I wrote down. Though the examples <laughs> I gave were a little different. Um, 
when I think of value, the first thing I always think of is, uh, and it's not quite the way you talked about it, is uh, I always think of it as uh, value generates a repeatable good effect, uh, usually involving draw, mana, or creature production. Yeah. Um, so uh, I usually think of it as, you know, um, as the, I don't know why this is the only card, but um, we think of like Airbos. Mm-hmm. It has the ability to draw cards for paying life. You'd call that value because you've just you've got a draw engine. Uh, it generates you value over the course of the game. Whereas if you just played a spell to draw three cards, it's not value in the same way. Um, it's more just a one-off. Yeah. Um, so it can be a good card, but it's not helping you later. Yeah. Because um, I always think of like value engines are like these two cards that just keep producing. Well, and there is yeah more and more effects. There is like an engine, right? And that's a different thing. I feel yes. like when you're building like an en- a value engine, then yes, of course. It's usually you're generating draw or mana or creatures. Yeah. Like every time a creature comes in, I make a treasure. That's a value engine because you're making creatures and you're making mana, and you can do it yeah. more than once. Um, so that's sort of the first one I had. The other one I had was essentially that. Um, uh, value in some ways sort of sets up uh, future plays or allows you to play more things. So like Hull Breacher is value because you make all that treasure so you can keep playing. You yeah. do it and it's not like uh, I play this card and my turn's over. Yeah. You're like, I do this card which allows me to do this, this, and this. Um, or it sets up future plays and so far as like you talked about the acidic slime blows something up and gives me a blocker for the future. Yeah. Or things like I, I have written down here like Faithless Looting sets up a recursion deck. Mm-hmm. So it's a value card because you get to toss whatever creature you want in your graveyard so that you can animate it later as well as drawing cards. Yeah. So it's yeah. setting up future plays as well as doing that draw mana or producing creature things. Um, and I guess it's sort of an example of, of things that uh, I think one is value and one less so. Uh, like Mana Geyser um, generates so much mana that it sets up your future plays for that turn. Yep. So it generates, it's more of an instant state value. Um, it's not repeatable, but if you make 30 red mana, you clearly are setting up the rest of your turn. Yeah. Um, but the other one is like Brass's Bounty. No mm-hmm. one seems to play it because it costs seven and it makes treasure for your land. Yeah. You don't tend to have enough land. Well, and so it doesn't tend to let you do anything. That's you pay the... seven mana to make seven mana. Yeah. You haven't made anything new. And that's the thing that, that I kind of was getting at with the fact that, you know, the card that you're playing needs to yeah it needs uh, to do more than you expect yeah needs to be better than whatever Grass's you would bounty standard is play. perfectly fine if but you, unless you have like uh the doubling season yeah and you're playing gruel or something like seven to make a bunch of treasures just isn't helpful no, no. Um, but mana guys are being five to make like 30 mana because it's based on or cards in hand even 50 uh, mana guys is based on tap lands oh tap lands yeah. sorry inner yes, fire yeah, is based thinking, on the cards yeah. in your hand um, uh, but Jessica's yeah. Will is another value Jessica's one. Will it gets is you the huge draw, draw, and it gets you mana to set up your plays. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they tend to be pushed cards, and I, I find that it's, yeah, draw mana or creature production. Value is pushed but only... But a little... Oh, well, Solemn gets you mana. So. Solemn gets you mana. I mean, it's it's ramp. Ramp is value. And a blocker, and a future draw. Yeah. So, um, but like Lightning Bolt isn't... It's not a. It's a good, a good card, card, but yeah. removal yeah. unless it's like acidic slime, unless it does something else. Well, like you gotta like, get you like know. a two for one. Like maybe that's probably how legacy players would call it. Yeah, the cards get broken like uh, him to Torak. 
where it's a two-for-one. You get two of theirs for one of your cards. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Acidic Slime is like a two-for-one. You blow up their one, and it's and, a blocker to kill their blocker. other one. So yeah. one card killed two things. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and then Solemn, Solemn gets just land. gets you ahead. Yeah. It gets so, you like three things. It gets you a blocker, a land, and a card draw. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so that's always how I base value. Yeah. So, uh, and then, there, like you were saying, there are like sort of cards that are value and they build it up as the game goes on. So, cards like Ristic Study, Smothering Tithe, Esper, yeah, the new um, Esper Sentinel, those yeah, are. Mystic Remora. Mystic Remora. Mystic Remora is huge because it's like a card that's that's turn one. And the first three turns of Commander games but aren't seeing big creature plays. No, and in terms of how you said it, like, uh, you know, it produces more than you want for the. expect for the mana. Yeah. Uh, one to draw one is pretty much opt. And even if you and only get one out of Mystic Remora, you match okay. opt. Um, if you get two or three for one mana, yeah. you're at, like, you know. Yeah. If you do uh, that on band, turn one, band a- astral recall levels, <laughs> right? Like clearly, yeah. it's making value. If you for do that it. on turn one, and the player plays a soul ring, you're 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 good. Yeah. If two players play turn one plays like a soul ring in an expedition map, you you're you're gravy. Yeah. Like that card's already. And then you cashed can just in. keep going with it. Yep. So yep. you can be like, you know what? I'll pay one and keep drawing, and and so it's it's until until you you know it becomes and that's that's the, the hardest one with that one is when you have to decide to actually play stuff yourself. Yes. And to stop drawing cards. Yeah. 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 Uh, but cards like that, um, and like you said, I think they're. I find it difficult to really say that these cards are pushed because it's just. They're just cards that people have discovered to be excellent. Well, Mystic Remora isn't pushed because it was a terrible card for. Ristic Study also wasn't pushed. It was also not a good card. Do you know what I'm finding? I don't like Ristic Study. I find it just forget to ask people, and so I end up drawing no cards before it blows up. Well, you because we tend forget. to blow them up. We do, yeah. And so if if four triggers happen and I forget two of them, and you pay one of them, and I draw one card, and then someone blows it up, yeah. it's like three for one, and the feel bads, the fact that I forgot to ask two <laughs> times, and maybe I could have drawn two cards. Yeah, and it's actually bothering me, and I'm like. I have like two of them, and I'm like, I don't even want to play this card anymore. It's actually not helpful. Well, I mean, that's just a cognitive <laughs> load problem. problem and for it you, might be like playing it online, where there's just it's harder yeah, to sort well, of manage. Online play has been a whole new kettle of fish for like doing things and like managing yeah. cards. But well, because half the time, like your screen's blurry, or you don't realize it's not on. Or there. someone's camera's like angled upwards, or like, <laughs> yeah. and so you like you don't always see things. There's one that then... like I can't remember who it was that we played with, and his camera was angled to the side, so like all you saw was like this part of his keyboard down. Yeah, yeah. That and I was happens. like, that's so weird, like. What an odd angle. I literally played with a stand in front of me and had to look around it at my own stuff. Oh, I, like, I like played like I now. was hugging so, like my my prop so that it was face That's on. what I do. <laughs> nice. And then I just play. And for yeah. those of you who can't see it, yeah, I have yeah, a lamp yeah. with my uh, <laughs> with with my webcam strapped Scot- to it with scotch tape. Taped. Yeah, scotch <laughs> taped to it. And so when I turn on the lamp, it'll just automatically like flash on the, that's pretty good the, it's pretty good it, it, it's pretty helpful i do have to raise it up on boxes but yeah um that's what my setup is like my phone on a little stand mm. on a box but like sitting literally in front of me yeah and my cards in front of that so it's right side up oh uh, um, okay so yeah. i think that might be help i forget i have a wrist extending out kind of <laughs> thing because i can't see my own board I can't even see what you're doing <laughs> the, I, uh, I have to look at the screen to see what my cards look like but uh but the, and i mean Really, what you're looking for in Commander 2 is that you want to get as many value cards in your deck as you can. Well, yes and no. That's what ups your that power level that 
it's a really good system when every month people are arguing the same problems with the power level system. <laughs> so that it's just an endless cycle the of power level, not understanding that it. stupid power level <laughs> one to ten thing. Like I wish that someone would just curl that up into a ball and throw it away. Yeah, because all you really have to do is just like talk to your group. This like, this reminds me. I guess I'll get personal. We can get sidetracked. This is what we do. Uh, the pain scale. You ever gotten that? I've been in like physio and stuff. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to yeah. do stuff because uh, joint problems, hip problems. The pain like scale that. doesn't make sense because. No, I had it and I was like in physio and he was like, oh, you know, one to ten. And he was doing something. And he's like, oh, what do you add? And I was like, oh, like five. And he like stopped. And I was like, what are you what are you doing? He's like, well, you said like five. And I was like, yeah, but like I live my life at like a three. <laughs> like it's slightly worse than it normally is. <laughs> um, and I feel like the power level, we just went to like. Like it was low, medium, high. And it was like low is uh, like, sure, whatever. It's my normal one. Medium is uh, it's annoying, but I can feel it. And high was like, please stop. And I feel like <laughs> like commander needs to go to something simple of like, this is a low power deck. This is a, you know, I'm trying to win deck. And this is a CDH. I, deck. I and broke it down. Just, that's it. On that, on that, <laughs> on that silly Facebook just group. Meme. Someone commented about it. Yeah. CDH. Done. Like it doesn't, the one to 10, no one can understand. Yeah. Someone commented on, they're like, how do I bring my deck from a seven to an eight? And what's the difference? And I was like, freak look. knows. And I was like, look, like, you I don't, don't need to do it. I said, first off, whenever anyone asks you the power level of your deck, just say seven across the board. It doesn't yeah. matter. That's just the number. Yeah. That's just what you are. But then I said, but for real, here's how I break down my decks. I said, and then I had little text quotes. And then the first one was just, I just opened this precon. So there's yeah. your first level. Is literally. I don't even think that needs to be a level because the it doesn't. number the of first times three that occurs is like. As a joke. Well, or someone <laughs> like, I want to test this general, and I just bought it. Literally, sure. that's when you do it. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't, my wife just started playing Magic with me. I bought her two pre-cons. I didn't even make her play them out of the box. I'm like, we're just going to start upgrading these. Cause yeah, yeah, because otherwise you're like, well, why is this card helpful? It's like, it isn't. <clears throat> it's in there for the secondary commander. So, like, the problem with the 1 to 10 is, like, 1 through 3 is all the same deck. Yes. Yeah. Like, 1 is... I opened up uh, my box of bulk rares, and I put them in a deck. Yeah. And there's zero, like, it's just 100 random cards. Which doesn't, I've which never faced that. Which is I've never faced that. Like, I've never so seen So it's that. worse than a pre-con, but, like. Uh, I've like, never seen that in my no, entirety of Magic. I've never seen someone just say, this is 60 random cards. <laughs> the, well, hopefully, actually. Hopefully it's not 60 in command. The best, <laughs> the best thing I ever did see was someone went to a tournament here for, six, this is 60 card days. Someone went to a tournament in town and was like protesting something that the the tournament organizer had done. Yeah. So he just signed up for the tournament and then bought four packs of cards and just shuffled them together and that was his deck Sweet. of sixty cards. That'd and then his old. side, the guy was like, "You need a sideboard," so he just bought another pack of cards. <laughs> and Did he, you just not open it. Just he, like he just left it unopened. <laughs> and he had, I think, he opened like three lands. So he just, he was like, "Yeah, let's play." And then the guy was like, "Come on, man!" And he's like, "No, no, I'm playing in your stupid tournament." Anyway, <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But but yeah, the no one level, slaps together cards. It's pretty much like I made a meme deck. Yeah, I made a good deck, or I'm playing competitive. Yeah, so it was for me. It was like there's I a, just opened this precon, and then it's. I don't really know how this deck wins yet. Yeah. And then, you know. Maybe there needs to be a third level because our, ours without infinite, infinite. combos yeah. can basically be like meme, strong, yeah. uh, competitive. I actually find it annoying that CDH is on it because that's where people get messed up. 
Yes. Because they don't understand that they can't build a 9 or a 10 because uh, people want to think that they're the best players ever. Yes. So when you immediately tell them, like, your deck's a 7, they get offended because, yep. well, no, I'm playing really well. It's like, yeah, that's fine, but you built a 7. CEDH is, um, is, is... And then some people, I think, randomly think that, like, 10 is the best non-CDH deck. No, But other people best. don't get that. Yeah. yeah. And it's super confusing. So the problem with putting CEDH on the list and having the top two numbers is the fact that CEDH is almost strictly commanded by money. Well, maybe maybe instead of power level, they just need to be like money. What's what's, what's your deck cost? How much like, money do you want to uh, spend? Eight hundred bucks. No, but but that's like, what it is. And they're like, well, mine's two hundred. But like, well, that probably tells you all you need to know. Yeah, like, <laughs> but that that's almost true in every regard. It's probably more accurate. It is. Power level it is more to accurate. Just say what's the price. How much does your deck cost? Because <laughs> if someone says fifteen hundred dollars, they're running a duel or something, yeah, and they're, they're running the some lines. high ends, some high end pieces. The more I look at power level, we don't play infinite combos and we don't play fast mana. Yeah, I'm worried that our decks are like a five. Oh, they probably are. My, <laughs> I think Zada, when I actually looked at it, was like a seven. Yeah. When I scaled it, and yeah. then when I went to that play EDH Discord page, right? You got to do the scaling, and I think I came in at like a, a seven. Yeah, but that's the only deck I've ever made that has ever even approached again, we, that level. Yeah, but I don't care. I've faced off against you know way more tuned decks with that deck, and I can win. Like yeah, it, but price point is way more of a logical thing to say. It is. Like, but, but how much? Well, when we played our fifty dollars tournament, yeah, everyone was in the same page. All of our decks were at that same level. No oh, did, one was. Did I not ask away. you what the power level of your deck was? No, you forgot to. Uh. My Rakdos deck, you mean? My uh, what was it? The Sabo Sabo Tabok? Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't ask me. It's my Pashlik mod. <laughs> but we were all at the same level because we all had the same fund. Yeah. Right. So uh, Alyssa built. The green stompy thing that ended up overrunning a bunch of people. That was what her oh, general yeah, did. Oh, yeah, it was... Uh, Silvos. Silvos. You know, yeah, I yeah. built Sabo Tabok to take advantage of the fact that I knew people were going to play their commanders, <laughs> and I tried to kill them. We're going to rely on their commanders, <laughs> yeah. You built goblins. Uh, someone else built Reaper King, which was hilarious that, because it was like... Because it actually Garbage works. scarecrows and then all of the mana rocks. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, yeah, it was just... It was fun because we were all... at No one... We knew no one was going to drop a Force yeah. of Will... To stop your first turn play, we mostly knew that no one was going to even drop a soul ring. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> but if you sit down at a table with, and this this kind of ties in, I guess, to what we're talking about because well, you know, the more value put in, two thousand dollars worth of cards is. is a lot of value cards in there. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of engines built, or it's one specifically tuned engine. If you drop yeah. a two thousand dollar deck against my three hundred dollar, uh, you know, Shabraz deck. That I don't even run the red guy in because I think he's <laughs> foolish. Uh, it, it, there's going to be some problems for me. Yeah, you know, it's gonna you're gonna ramp out a bunch of stuff, and and you're gonna have more value. Yeah, you know, because it's worth more, and that's why that power level sucks, and you should just use well, a money level. And and the other problem with the power level is that it's one to ten, yep. but it isn't because no. you don't do nine or ten, yep. and you basically don't do like one through four. Because that's like pre-cons. Yeah. So you're basically either a 5, 6, 7, or 8. Yeah. But nobody understands what a 5, 6, 7, or 8 is. No. So it's hopeless. And also the <laughs> difference is like 5, I think, is like a, an upgraded pre-con or something like that. Maybe. Like, they all, everything ends up, as you said, you just might as well say it's a 7. 
Yeah. Oh, and yeah. if you're yeah, like, this seven. is my best deck, then maybe say it's an eight. But just say seven. But just like seven is like the standard response. But then like it's a terrible power scale when everyone just says the same thing. Yeah. Because seven what's the is point like, in having ten criteria when only one of them is set? So seven is like just on this one website. It's like when your deck is going to use multiple strategies has a win condition in mind, and the majority of finely tuned casual decks will peak at this level. Yeah. So you just say seven yeah. every time. Yes. Because unless you purposely built a bad deck, you've probably tried to tune it as much as you can. Yes. And the other side of this is that this is a purely objective game. There's 27,000 cards out there to choose oh, from. Oh, I know. So to even tell someone, like, oh, that's not a seven, that's a six, it's like, you have no fucking clue what you're no. talking about. Uh, now, to bring this back a bit. Let's, let's wrap you it back about, into You value. talked about casual <laughs> for seven. I did. So what I have to talk about here is value commanders, which would be the ones that you'd probably make an eight on your scale just because they produce value and therefore are inherently stronger. Yes. And they're the ones that every time we do, like, fuck, marry, kill. They're probably the ones you kill, kill first. Yeah. They're the ones we tell you to gang up on. They're the ones we probably tell you not to play so uh, because everyone will gang up on The top value you. commander. So they're the, the most obvious ones are probably all the brawl commanders. Yes. Uh, Thrasios. And, yeah. Thrasios. Early, early partners. Golos. Golos Timna. gets you mana and makes free cards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Vile Smasher. Essentially all of those early partners. Yeah. Pretty much like any commander that is like, if you do this, also do this. Do this it's yeah. generating value because you're getting to. So Vile Smasher is like, make a, cast any spell, also get this bonus. Uh, the Desecrator, Yurok, you get two things. Yeah. Um, uh, Maldrotha, because you pretty much make your graveyard your hand. Yes. They're all value ones. And they're all the ones that you'd think of and you'd be like, man, these are cards you got to watch out for because they're like one half of a value engine. They're that also they already all have top tier generals. Yes, right. and so that's what happens. And there's you know, uh, and one problem that every time we like review a set, I'm not interested in value commanders. I think they're boring. Yeah, um, because we talk about this, you just play all the same cards because they combo with all the same good cards, and you just make good stuff decks. Um, but they're all the popular ones. It's very difficult um, to actually make a green deck that's not just good stuff. I've discovered this. Like, yeah, you you essentially just it's like making Riku. You're just like, because you're like, I'm going to make Riku a weird way. And by the third time it's you've looked over the deck, cards. it's just all the same cards. Because you just, you get sucked into that, well, I can't possibly build a green deck without Guardian Project. What would I be doing? It's where I'm Got to put Finale of Devastation uh, in it. What's, what's going on I here? was posting about my recap and like my Ricksmithist deck currently isn't together. Yep. One, another problem is I seem to have lost a sleeve along the way. Oh, no. Because I put it in a partner, I unsleeved it and was messing around with partner decks, and now I have 98 sleeves. Yeah, I got it. This is so my I don't partner deck. Quite know what to do because now if I put it back together, I have to go buy new sleeves because I have 98 <laughs> sleeves. I don't know where the 99th one went because um, I put my commander in a different one. But a Ricksmithus Simic is just—it's the value color. Yeah. And yeah. I made a Ricksmithus like a high power matter, but I think I need to go make it a meme deck. Yeah. Um, but I just—I need to overcome Simic being Simic, it's and it hasn't interested me as much as I like that commander. I have to figure out how to play it. I had this sub-theme of Hidden Tribal. Maybe I'll try to make that work. Uh, it was mainly because I was looking at the new Forgotten Realms uh, land that becomes like a 7-7 giant. Mm -hmm. And that'd be really funny in a Rix of this. That would be. To just have this also giant that Do comes Do you run out. Awakening but the Gitu Vazi or whatever, that, that instant that makes uh, your land up? currently in my Ghidorah deck. The 9-9? Because if something happens and I can't get Ghidorah out, 
uh, and I have like a doubler, and I can suddenly make like a nine so nine la- if you, land. If you cast that on a Rethmix, does he become twenty one twenty one? Does he get his power when he turns into a creature, or does he have to lose the counters? That's a good question. Because he you you give a land nine plus one plus one counters, it becomes a zero zero. Right, and a Rixmithis is as long as it is a slumber counter, it's not a creature. But then it so becomes it, a creature. <laughs> but it probably is superseded by the isn't. Could so be. it probably is still sleeping, and it's just giant. So it's nine nine, and then it will eventually just, just become twenty one twenty one. Speaking of that, have you seen the the land combo in uh, standard right now? No. Uh, there's the new uh, white artifact, the three drop. That like, if you gain three life, you make a three three angel. Oh, the, the one that got banned. Apparently, it was I don't think it's banned yet. The book of exalted deeds. It did get banned. It it's got banned. It got pre-banned. Okay, I've been waiting yeah. for it because yeah. I, I I was reading today about how uh, you put it on the 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 land that's a shapeshifter. Yes. And then if you don't run land destruction, you can't beat the deck. Yeah. <laughs> the book of exalted deeds got uh got banned I was like, before. Wow. Before it dropped, I think. Oh, so it's like a skull clamp sort yeah, of situation. Yeah, it got it got skull clamped. Yeah, July fourteenth, it was oh, banned. Oh, jeez, I missed yeah. that. So I was reading, I was like, it has to get banned, right? Like this is well, just and an wasn't oversight. it already wasn't it already on arena anyway? It's been on arena for like two weeks. Yeah, so that I think so that's I where it came that from. It was just like because yeah. the win con was literally to get this out and then just pass your turn to the other person decks themselves. So and I was like, what kind of win con is that? <laughs> so here's this is actually funny. So talking about like the the and now we're completely that's fine. This is what we do. The the power levels. We're this is episode like seven million people. I don't know, know seventy one. I think we're on. We didn't even say who we were or anything. We just started talking. Oh, yeah. We're EDH rec guys. This is a podcast <laughs> about uh, non finite commander. Uh, welcome Told to episode seventy one. Reading about Warhammer <laughs> all weekend. Uh, I don't have time for magic. So level eight is. Uh, Saying that you will win with a combo, you'll combo out. Which again, we don't play as many combos, exactly. so we can't build an eight. And then level nine <laughs> and ten is Try your CD, yeah. which shouldn't be on a power list because it's a completely different style of building. But they won't. They refuse to split the Seven, format because they so won't split the format. If they did, they would be splitting the format. But the format's already split though. Unofficially, no one sits yeah, down at yeah. a pub table with a CEDH deck. Or well, I, mean, I mean, douchebags do, but <laughs> yeah. like, you don't have to play them. That's the beauty of it. You play one guy, and you're like, this guy's playing Thrasios, and this guy's playing TNT or you know, Rograk and and Thrasios. Let's let's leave yeah. them. Um, but this person has a time switched in their deck. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, the uh, that's, I would love it's to see, already like, like naturally split itself. Like CEDH. What's uh? We were talking about this that you got to build um, that one that taps for and deals two damage, the the blue legendary. Oh yeah, the legendary Baron or something like that. Um, I think it is, yeah, the, this weird one. But they put a time twister in your deck, and then people will be like, "What's the value of your deck?" And you'll be like, "Oh, like five thousand bucks." <laughs> uh, sixty five hundred. And then just play like terrible cards, and they'll just be like, "What is?" Like, well, there's a time twister in here. <laughs> no, no, it's oh, not no, that it's one. Not it's that uh, Rebecca. Uh, oh, Rebecca. Something like that. We were talking about it at some point that uh, we had actually come up with, like, how you could make it de- decent. But um, There he is right there. It would be fun. He doesn't untap as well. No, no, no. It's awful. He's so good. But that's the kind of commander I want to build is something that, like, you have to put thought into. Yeah. I don't like Golos. You just play <laughs> Golos Gods, and the deck builds itself, and in fact, it plays itself. Yeah, you don't have to do any thinking. Well, I mean, and it, it's it's <laughs> and so that's that's another thing about about uh, so certain decks talk about value. Like Golos, for example, gives every card value. You can really yeah. put anything you want in Golos. Yeah, yeah. Because for seven, you're gonna play three of them. 
but it runs into my Simic idea, which is if I play Golos as an actual meme deck, no one's going to believe me and no. just hate me yeah. out of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the other side is that you're going to run a bunch. Like most people who play Golos don't put one drops in the deck. You're like your meme is that you want to run like giants or something or yeah. krakens. But then all of a sudden, for seven mana, you have three twelve twelves, and no one knows what to do with them, and you're the piece of shit at the table that did this. Yeah. But but you got value. Um, you, <laughs> you got value. But like, not every card is value in every deck. No. Some cards are. Yeah. Heuristic study we talked about, like Asper Sentinel we it's, talked about. Heuristic study isn't in my deck because I forget to. You forget about it, it, but that's your own fault. <laughs> that's not a fault of the card. <laughs> I mean, it is. If it didn't uh, say May, but I like, wouldn't have to do it. You know, Solemn Simulacrum goes in every deck, but some sure. cards don't go in every deck. Like, you wouldn't just drop. Um, well, the card, I can't remember the name of the damn card, but the card that I was saying that we'll he Do what we me. usually do. Just describe it. Yeah, it's we'll the 2 2 flyer. Draws a card, gains two life. He runs it in Yorian. Oh, it's um, it's from uh, Cloud, Calabash. Cloud, Cloud something. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's, if you, I'm sure if you look point. up Cloud something from Aether Revolt, you <laughs> find it. Uh, yeah, I know the card now. So yeah, but in a Flicker deck, yeah, that's a value engine. Oh yeah, you can just continually draw a card and gain two life. Outside of that, though, for four mana, well, that's fine, sure. But like, yeah. you could play Solemn for four mana instead. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not as good. So some cards fit into other decks better than, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, it, it gets into that sort of what can you do repeatably kind of thing. Yeah. But and and the other thing about about value is that you know the the game has been changing so much and like evolving so much that certain cards that were good even like five or six years ago have been sort of outclassed. Like Phyrexian Arena is a card that I don't even think about if someone plays anymore. And like, that price has gone up. It's like twenty bucks. Every now. card's gone up, and it's people are playing it. COVID all the time. prices, baby. I know. Um, COVID tax. But, you know, if someone plays, it's a good card. Don't get me wrrong. But five yeah. years ago, if someone, if a mono, if a mono black player played that five years ago when I was sitting at a table with them, I'd think long and hard about what I'm going to do about that. Do I want to give them sure, that advantage? Sure, pretty much ignore. We someone plays it and we joke about what turn clock they're on now. Yeah, yeah, because you don't care anymore. Like no. that, it's still a good card, but it doesn't have the same impact thanks to power creep. Yeah, because you can draw you know, so value like, like that. That's pretty good. You can draw an extra card, but like everyone can figure out how to draw an extra card. Every color so. except white can draw a card. Like, and well, white, white can, can somehow draw a card. They give you divination for free. That's true. <laughs> Jesus, what <a> good card. We're <laughs> 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 pretty good with Hallbreacher. <laughs> God damn that band. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, so it's uh it's. It's it, the value is a weird thing because when when I was asked it, I almost had no way to answer. It's like I mm, uh, yeah, I said I always uh, just sort of think of it as a, a repeatable effect. Yeah, that gets you things you need later in the game, or like it draws you, it makes you mana. Yeah, um, but or, then as I was like thinking about it, it's like well, yeah, sometimes it's just it does a lot of one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like it's a really good removal slash something else like. You yeah, removal is one of those difficult ones though because the standard for removal is like one drop and two drop spells. It's very difficult to get like value removal. Yeah, it's usually only if it's like on a creature like Rexage, you know, yes. in Maldrotha especially, where you can just like play Acidic it again. slime in Maldrotha, yeah, uh, things like that. Those tend to be it. Yeah. Um, but like otherwise, you get things like Elder Gargaroth, just to complain about that card again, which is just like yeah, we'll just how many value anyway. statements can we write on it? How much can we just cram words <laughs> into this like word soup? Just on there, <laughs> just uh, just making up letters and so on. Yes, uh, we can talk about her too. That who shall so not be named. <laughs> Can't wait for the next and so oh, on. Fuck, card. man! I'm so glad that they didn't have another one. And I've forgotten realms. So it would have been great. Oh my god! And so on, 
and so forth until the end of time, Magic. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's where we're at with this uh, value conversation. Yeah, uh, any, any? I guess uh, we get, we can talk about uh, D&D for a second. Any, no. Any favorites? No. Uh, I'm getting an Icing Death. I don't even know that card. It's a legendary <laughs> white uh, dragon that turns into a sword. Tap shit when oh, it attacks. Yeah, I'm gonna get one of those. Okay, you gonna build it or? No, I'm building. Throw it in a deck? I'm, yeah, I'm building Asmodeus, the black, the mono black, uh, grizzle brand with extra steps. Right, and you're gonna put a mono white card in there. No, no, but that's what I'm building. I'm, just I'm just getting follow, an icing death. Follow your but logic. But I'm building here. the black. I'm just telling you the cards that I'm getting. Gotcha. Uh, and then the, in the mono black one though, it's just gonna be possessed portal. Oh yes, you're saying that. Cause yeah, because yeah. you're an asshole. I'm that kind of <laughs> asshole. It's gonna be like that Marin deck with Ops Agent that you never played. Maryland, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sends triplets. It was sends triplets. That's Secret it. Commander Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but what about you? Anything that you're uh, looking for? I was just thinking when you were talking about it that this is the first set in a year without uh, modular cards. So yeah. Maybe that cycle's over. Oh. Just when you mentioned the dragon made I a weapon, I was like, well, maybe. I don't think it's over, Evan. That oh. made them too much money. I feel we'll see that come back someday. You think Innistrad's going to have them, or are they going to be like? Because Innistrad's thing is flip. Cards. I could see them easily Not doing that. modular yeah, cards. I could see them easily doing that, though. So as maybe well. next year. But uh, I have I have two, accidentally, because I've opened them, of the Azorius uh, modular lands. Oh, nice. Uh, and I have a Bergy. Uh, uh, I I've ha- never played any of those cards. I have uh, <laughs> I have a uh, um, two of the black-white, the, the Orzhov ones. Okay. Oh, I have a couple random. I don't know. Every time people are like, you have to play the regrowth card. And I went, ah, I don't even play regrowth half the time. So I don't really know if I need the the land that a regrowth is for one more. Uh, I don't think they're as good as people say. No. Uh, I, I kind of want to build uh, Inferno. But I don't you like the fact that, yeah, that yeah. other yeah. people want to build it, so the card's a little expensive. And also, I an really interesting thought thing that was a red dragon was going to be like five bucks, and it's not. It's like twenty. Uh, an interesting suck. thing about that that I <laughs> didn't know until someone pointed it out online is that you have to trigger the twenty with his power. Yes, that's why there's a bunch of people online talking about like, oh, put in uh, black blade, and I'm like, no, because yeah. you're going to have to like flip it to another creature, yeah, which is going to be annoying. Um, and require you to play a bunch of creatures you shouldn't have to play. Uh, like, your best way is to play, like, Cage Sun and stuff and just make a pile of mana. Yeah. Just dedicate your deck to mana. Brass Don't is bounty. Sure, Brass is bounty. <laughs> I, I was pulling cards, and that's why I thought of it. And I was like, no, this card isn't going to work. I've debated Alpine Guide just oh, for the funny part. The card's God, so bad. that's so bad. That's such a um, bad card. But... Uh, but I think you should just go with, like, how much red mana can I make? Well, um, you have to. I think that's better than the equipment because if your equipment accidentally creeps over, yep. um, then you have to equip it to something else. At which well, point... What I, I would mean, run is I would run, like... If your black blade... But, it, like, it won't work. If your black blade's adding 12 or 15 or something, it's got something else, you're going to have to unequip it till you can put the right amount on that you're at, like, 18 so you can pump it up because you can't just say, like, he's at... 23 with the black blade and i'll unequip it and he's at 10 and i'll re-equip it and you yeah. go yeah well that doesn't work because you have to yeah. activate the ability so i think equipment's a bad build well i think people are trying i think like static reason. equipment's fine like a hero's blade would be a fine little bump he yeah. comes into play immediately equips yeah now he's three higher but you can't you can't run x, x items you can't run no, anything not at all so you have to run like little pluses yeah, uh, if you give them like plus five, you're probably you can run safe. that dragon enchantment that gives them all plus three plus three i was gonna run tenzo's maul 
plus yeah. three plus three and Go, trample. Tenza goes as Molly. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. You could run Godo. <laughs> you know what else you could do is just put a Helm of the Host in there. But then you <laughs> then need so much mana. And then sure. you'd go infinite as well. So <laughs> it's fine. But I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> um, no, and, you know, uh, you just, you know, you play uh, things that like, you know, Strionic Resonator or yeah, I think yeah. Illusionist Bracers. The fire Emancipation. Yeah, sure. Gratuitous yeah. Violence. Yeah. And just yeah. machine gun someone. Just and who cares? blow someone completely away. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's 100%. how it's done. Yeah. That's how it should be done. Yeah. But it's not going to be done that way. Uh, no, I think Black Blade's actually a terrible choice. I think but, uh, it is, and the people are like the the armor with like um, every card in your hand. First of all, you're playing mono red, so well, Commander's Plate's not bad. Give no, that's pro true. everything but red. That was in my Rogue Rack deck. I don't that have really that good. deck uh, card, but I should get one. Wow, look at you, fucking scrub. Um, no, do you know why? Because when I went to go buy one, they were all sold out like oh. three months ago. <laughs> so well, that I haven't is found one. Unfortunate for but, you. Uh, so there's that one. Uh, I like the lands that make cre- or creatures because I just like manlands, but uh, I don't know if they're good. I don't think. Um, and otherwise, uh, most of them are terrible. I'm a little worried that the dungeon is either going to be completely meh uh, or is going to be accidentally broken like companion because it's just adding value that people can't interact with. Uh, the dungeons look kind of garbage. I'm going to run them in Zada now, but just for that one card. But like, I'm wondering if it's because it's like a card from outside the game. Now, uh, will that cause a problem? When you no clear a dungeon, it. does it go away for good? No, you just go back to it. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, you just restart. That's my understanding. Oh, excellent. But I wouldn't be surprised if they set a limit that says, like, you can only venture every dungeon once. That's what I because thought it was. But. I think it's unlimited because there's uh, another combo uh, with, there's this uh, Lich. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Lich. Yeah, yeah. That if you have Omniscience out, uh, it's like if you haven't completed this dungeon, return it to your hand. Yes. So you just play it and you just do the other two dungeons infinite times. All right. Um, well, that's, one that's of the dungeons fine. is terrible, though. Like, I don't know why you would do it. All it does is hurt you. So if they change the dungeons to, you can only do each dungeon once. Yeah. Then I think it works, but I've been waiting for clarification on that. Um, uh, because it seems weird. Because, again, you can't interact with it. You just go in the dungeon, and you get that thing. And if you can find a combo to do it a bunch of times, no one can really interact properly yeah the tomb of annihilation hurts everyone but then at the bottom you create the 4-4 legendary yeah. god sure yeah but i th- said i think you can do them unlimited times um so i don't know it's a weird mechanic i think it would have been better in like conspiracy set that wasn't really like a standard legal set yeah um it's very strange in standard dungeon cards begin outside the game and can only be brought into the game by cards that say venture into the dungeon like the monarch. The player venturing into the dungeon chooses which dungeon they will venture into. Dungeon cards are not part of a player's deck or sideboard. You can use any dungeon you own. You may only move forward, never backwards. Dungeons are removed from the game as a state-based action. If you somehow venture into the dungeon while well, a room's ability is on the stack, you will continue on in the dungeon. If you're already in the last room, complete that dungeon and start a new one. Whenever a player enters, ventures into the dungeon, no player can respond until after that player has selected which dungeon to enter and its first room ability has triggered. That's going to confuse people. But, yeah, you can do it unlimited times. I'm yes. I'm yeah. waiting for someone that they say, yeah, you can't do it unlimited times. That's my prediction, um, just because it's strange. Well, uh, But then they'll be terrible because they'll be a <laughs> finite resource, right? You're like, well, I can't build my commander deck if I can only do this effect. Well, I guess you can do the effect like 15 times. That's probably pretty good. But Yeah. Um, but there's some of them are just like, when this creature takes damage venture in you're like yeah how often is that gonna happen like i said so <laughs> in for zada you're just i'm just gonna trigger it all at once with that one card yeah but things like, like that are gonna be stupid speed run 
But <laughs> uh, anyway, that's enough about Forgotten Realms because I uh, forgot about it already. That's what that were we talking about? Um, we're gonna do some random commander. Sure, I hope we get a new one. Da, 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 da. Here we go. I Ready? hope we get one of the ones we just ragged on. Oh, I hope it's Voron Clex. Um, I'll be up first. Sure, Jink sure. Taxes. Here we go. Here we go. Random commander for Ryan is uh, <laughs> partners. <laughs> I thought we said we weren't gonna do partners. Garbage. Oh, but I got them. Ravo Soul Tender and Silas Ren Seeker Adept. So Ravo Soul Tender is the flying other creatures you control get plus one plus one, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you may return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. For three, a white and a black, a two two. Uh, and then the partner is Death Touch. Whenever Silas Ren uh, Seeker Adept deals combat damage to a player, choose target artifact in your graveyard. You may cast that card this turn. So it's just pure recursion. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Just Esper Recursion. Like, this would be probably overkill. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't know I, why you'd build this deck, but maybe you'd have a like reason. It. There's only you'd 48 ha- decks online of these yeah, two guys. Yeah, you'd have to uh, really have some way to fill your graveyard because yeah, yeah. Ravos every turn getting you a card back, and Silas when it does damage getting you a card back means you need a whole lot of cards. In yeah, graveyard. and then Ravos just does it. Yeah, at least with Silas. Hand. At least with Silas, you have to actually like deal Attack. damage the to point someone. Is death touch. Um, but yeah, so this is a, you could go human tribal. They're both humans. Yeah, except that Silas only triggers on artifacts. Look, so I'm just telling you what you could do. You could play uh, um, Hadron Archive and generate. Oh, Silas is also for you guys who didn't clue in that it's an Esper deck is uh, Dimir. Yeah, one a black uh, and a blue. Hadron Archive and Silas Ren for. Value. Ooh. <laughs> Nothing but net. You know what else? You could, you could just expedition map out every land into uh, your hand. Pretty good. Yeah. That's um, good value. As long as no <laughs> one blocks your 2-2 death touch. You know? Which they probably would. Which they point. will. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this deck would be just recursion. Uh, artifact. Uh, apparently and, artifact theme. Uh, mirrors. You could make a funny mirror deck with this. Actually, you could use, uh, you could use um, modular. The actual... The plus one, plus one counters that go yeah, places when they die. That could be fun. Yeah, because both of them could trigger on separate ones, so you could just always bring those things back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that'd be... Uh, there could be some fun things yeah, here. Yeah, you'd have to really get... Uh, you should play uh, the Mirror Cube where you exile cards from your deck to make <laughs> one one. <laughs> Amazing. So, so, uh, <laughs> so this but deck... Like, Mirror Battlesphere would be really good to be able to get back a bunch of times. Uh, Mirror Battlesphere turns out in my Tano's deck is a straight game winner when you just oh, yeah, trigger yeah, yeah, it yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So... <laughs> This deck is this deck is uh I'm sure it would be good. Uh, Esper is fine. I think you'd have it has to be like a meme deck though. There's no yeah, clear no. like good way to yeah. build it. But if you had a good I would go, you know, because Ravos boosts creatures. It yeah. brings back creatures and Celos I think just brings back artifacts. artifacts. I don't think it yeah. matters. No. Um but I would think, you know, go some sort of uh artifact um tribal. Uh, in Esper. With I some sack outlets. So, like, you um, run altars and everything like that, the altars and... Sure, or just, you know, I think play, you just uh, play Baleford Strikes and just attack every time for one and watch it. No one wants to kill it. You know what you could run <laughs> that no one runs, really, is you, you could, you know, and I mean, I know it's it's common, uncommonly used. It's, you could just run Aristocrats in this deck. And I, I know it's pretty unique. I don't think I've heard of this strategy. <laughs> could you explain it to me? Uh, no. So, uh, for fun, I don't think these guys would be that fun unless you did something overly memeish with them. I'm going to go with a one and a half. I go two because uh, I think you can make it work. Uh, for hate, I do feel that this deck would suffer hate because people don't like recursion, and this is uh, a constant recursion and deck. 
partners and Esper is sort of seen as a little bit of a control stacksy yeah. colors. Yep. So um, uh, I would go like two for hate. There. Yep. Uh, and for politics, this guy, you're in a, you're in control. You're you're heavy control, so you could run some politics. Maybe one and a half. The generals themselves don't really political too much. Well, Silas is a little more of don't kill my thing. Yes, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, trying to convince people. He's a legendary artifact creature, human. Yes. Yeah, he's really weird. Yeah, strange. <laughs> uh, so that's mine. I'm a little disappointed by that, but that's fine. Let's see what uh, Evan gets. Maybe he'll get something better. Ready, Evan? More partners. Here we go. Dun, dun, dun. I hope it's... Oh! Limvala Shield of Seagate. This one isn't bad, only because I played against it, because our buddy Harry had it in his his flying deck in our random oh, tournament, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I had no way of dealing with this card. I was like, what am I supposed to do? It's a So Limvala Shield of Seagate is a 3-3 three, three for one uh, white-blue uh, flying... Um, Angel Wizard. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you have a full party, choose target non-land permanent and opponent controls. Until your next turn, it can't attack or block, and its activated abilities can't be activated. Who cares? Um, I wouldn't even bother with that. <laughs> uh, the problem is the second part. Sacrifice the Linvala. Choose Hexproof or Indestructible. Creatures you control gain that ability till end of turn. Pretty good. Um, just that ability is just like, I have my commander out, and you're like, well... None of my board wipes work till I exile this creature. Yeah. And if you're playing Azorius and you're like, cool, Wrath of God, I will sack Linvala. Yeah. And then I will kill you guys. Yes. Um, and Hexproof, so they can't even target stuff. Like, um, It seems pretty good. Yeah, the moment you play like any other good creature with Linvala. Um, and I couldn't believe I was like, man, this is super good. <laughs> uh, like, I've got nothing to deal with this card. Um, but... It's 25 cents. Yes. <laughs> There's 100 decks made of it. But uh, I feel like you could make a pretty good sort of aggro deck. Now, Azorius aggro, we've joked about for like the last two hey, years. My Azorius it's, deck is aggro. It's becoming, it's yeah. possible to do now. Shabraz, I actually went through Shabraz, <laughs> and I don't think I have a single stacks piece in it. I have some taxation, and that's yep. it. I have a Rhystic Study, your favorite card. It is. And I think I have a Smothering Tithe, but apart from that... Monologue Tax? No. Good. <laughs> you're, you're in the Jordan boat. I hate you both. It's uh, fine. The it price is. needs to come down, but... Yes. Well, it's like a $5 card. Maybe. Maybe. It's not good, but it's not terrible. Oh, no. Anyway, like, you'll get anyway, something we're off out of it, but again. when it came out, it was like 20 bucks. I was like, it's not... It's not, it's not 20 bucks good. No. Uh, uh, but Linvala, I think, is uh, severely underrated. And I think if you built it, uh, you... Like, I guess sacking it requires you to then have to pay commander tax. But, man, you pull this off once. Yeah, this is need. a game and winner. You know what? He's f f she's five the second time. You'll get two out of it. At least, yeah. Um, and just watch as people can't figure out what to do. Like, so, hate. Um... You should take hate, but the advantage is you have a counter to hate. So, like, good on them because, <laughs> like, what are they gonna? How are they gonna stop you? It's true. Kind of thing. Like, what they need is two pieces of removal, and people need to gang up and go. Uh, do you have a you know path to exile? Because I got a wrath. Yeah. 
uh, and you're going to need to path it first. So if you're playing this deck, uh, you need to put in those weird white counterspells that are like, you know, if a, a creature you control is targeted. Counter the spell. You know, or just a bunch. I guess you have blue, so why play the crappy white ones? What but, number would you put the hate um, at? Their though? counter spells need to be if when someone tries to remove Livala. You're in blue. Pretty much that. Yeah, I just realized that as we're talking. <laughs> so it's like, wait, like, you can play good you just, counter You just play spells. the real counter spells. But you would counter every time someone tries to remove Linvala because then they can't get the second piece to get rid of them. Well, all you need is some boots. Yeah. Slap some greaves on her. Oh, yeah. Toss her at the door. Yeah, and uh, and then play aggro because then yeah. people will get worried because you've got, you know, you get a, get a Consecrated Sphinx out there and then go, okay, try to kill the Consecrated Sphinx. Grand Arbiter. This is the, this is the deck. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> so you could do, you should take a bunch of hate because I think people are going to need to team up. Um, and it's Azorius. So two? But no one knows it. I'm going to uh, go with two. Sure. It's not a three deck, but it might no. be two. Yeah. Um, and she's also a three, three for three with flying. Which That's makes it pretty, pretty efficient. Yeah. Um, and then Can you for define efficient? That. Three, <laughs> okay. three for three with flying, Perfect. pretty efficient. So, <laughs> like, grizzly bears. Two, two for two, is that efficient? Sure. The same logic. Three, three for three is... This has flying. Yeah, so but, like, evasion. half the cards in Magic have flying. Yeah. So it can't be very good. It's a pretty good power. <laughs> it's one of those weird stats of, like, how many cards have flying, and yet it's still a good ability. Yeah, yeah, it's still it doesn't awesome. make any sense. When you build an entire deck of flyers, people are, are they at first they laugh about angels until they're dead. Yeah. Because all it does is just come over your head. it doesn't matter how common it is. People um, still don't run it. It's really strange. Yeah. So, hate, uh, fun. Fun. Uh, I think playing Azorius aggro is fun. Uh, go two. I yeah, think you could get with creative with this. Like, you could just play utter garbage cards, like uh, you know, like um, is the Sphinx that gives you extra turns? Is that Azorius or Esper? Esper. Okay, then never mind. You can't play that one. Um, there's a bunch of Sphinxes you could play that would be super. Like I'd play Flyers. Oh yeah, because flying tribal for you'll sure. You'll just crush everyone. Uh, you could put Kangi in there, the guy that gives Flyers yep. a bonus. Yeah. Um, you can make this actually bird tribal and put both of the Kangis in there. Another Kangi that like sure. gets feather and tokens. Who cares? Again, ignore the full party. That's a trap. Yeah, that's a trap. <laughs> you don't need that ability. Um, <laughs> and then uh, politics. Uh, politics. Uh, it's like one because everyone's going to be politicking against you. Yes. You're yeah, the bad guy in this situation. Right. Now, if you go full party, you can politic that. Be like, what do sure. we want to tap down, guys? But what I'm ignoring wanna... that ability because... That's a good choice. I it think trap, if you try to build a party, you've screwed up. You're just going to have a bad deck. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> I, feel, I feel parties are kind of a, a real shit time in Magic. They're, it's like the, the new non-tribal tribal card. Yes, which at least is in... Is it Simic? It's in Simic. Of course I think it would be fun Simic. to try to sit down and put 30 creatures that don't have overlapping types in a deck. Yeah. It'd be really tough to do. It would actually be pretty difficult, yeah. Uh, um, especially with, like, the super types, like, no human, no, only one yeah, human. Yeah, like, only a one. human and, like, a wizard or something. Yeah, so, like, so you, you can't use those. You can't use those, uh, which is kind of funny, but, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you got a decent commander compared to mine. Yeah, uh, well, it's it's one that, surprisingly, was worth talking about because I said I ran into it and was like, wow, this card's way better than the price tag on it. Yeah. Because yeah, everyone a, wants to build this mono red card that I want to build, but apparently I want it for twenty cents. I've seen uh, I've seen no chatter about Asmodeus, so I'm pretty happy that uh, yeah, it's been a little surprising. It. Is it just I'm bad Grizzle Brand? Yeah, it's just Grizzle Brand with extra steps, or yeah. like a lot more extra steps. But because it doesn't draw, I don't know if it's going to be on the website uh, you're looking on yet because the set isn't out. 
Oh, that's right. I know life is confusing when everything's online and it's been out on Arena for two weeks. Terrible. But technically, pre-release weekend was just this weekend. That is true. So but, it's uh, not technically out yet. Yeah, the um, yeah, it's not here. The uh, oh, well, it must be here because that tip. Uh, anyway, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's yeah, that you don't popular. We can't even find it on a website. <laughs> you don't draw, so the uh, because it replaces. It says instead yeah. exile them. So your first card doesn't even get drawn. So I can stack it so that the the portal, the possessed portal, I'll still exile them without because it's also a replacement. Right, and they're both your abilities. Yeah. So. Strange. It's gonna be fun uh, when no one else has cards or anything. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. really like that. I'm so glad you think that's a fun <laughs> strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that I do this mostly to get See, rises out of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And you <laughs> and you flip your deck so often that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll just be like, eh, it's funny for two weeks, and then who cares? Yeah, that's it. That's um, it. There he is, Shieldred. Gonna be gonna be one of my decks for two weeks as well. Once that uh, once that that secret layers. That's the word. When does it come in. out? Like September twenty third. Okay, we got lots of time to build that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for us. We'll be back to review whatever the next set that will probably come out in two <laughs> weeks is. We uh, actually have uh, <laughs> our next Our next one is uh, is Greg might be joining us again, our popular co-host who joins us occasionally. Sure. Uh, the Cherics, we might just have to get together and just do a 10-minute episode. Yeah, we might have to do a mini episode. I don't episode. think we're going to be able to slot it in anyway. I'm sorry for the Cherics guy that we uh, missed it. Uh, but I don't think it was cover. in the message you sent me, so I don't know if it was in a It was in email. our group message. Oh, well, that's the problem. Yep, don't, so. don't rely on sending us group messages. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, we'll cover that. But the uh, the next the next one should be good, though. I don't want to give anything away, but I yeah, think it's going to be a fun time. We're trying to get fun, uh, uh, everyone's time. favorite host, Greg, as yes. a, a reference to a contest last year. Yes. Um. So we will uh, <laughs> talk to you guys then. And until then, enjoy the rest of this steamy hot summer. Enjoy Forgotten Realms. Or oh, don't. God. <laughs>